leave. The pain in her knee has been there for weeks and she was enduring the pain when walking. The man of God prayed for her over the phone and the power of God touched her. The back pain left immediately after prayer. The pain in the knee also left when the man of God continued to pray for her. She has received her healing. Glory to God in Jesus' name. Amen. And our announcements are as follows. Every morning from Monday to Friday at 7 a.m., we have our morning prayer, which is at half past eight on Saturdays and Sundays. It is then followed by our midday service at 5 to 12. And then in the evening, we have our evening service, which starts at half past six every night. Amen. 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 We also have our midnight prayer, which starts at 5 to 12 every night. Amen. 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 We have our weekly prayer and fasting, which is on Thursdays and Fridays. The details of the fasting are shared on our different WhatsApp groups. Amen. 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 And to those who want to partake in the blessings of the Lord through tithes and offerings, the bank details are shared on our different WhatsApp groups, on our messenger groups, as well as on our different Facebook platforms. Amen. 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 And Amen. we are also encouraged to share the videos on different groups on Facebook. Amen. Amen. We will. We will read the word of God from the book of Luke 23, from verse 45, NIV. Luke 23, Amen. verse 45 says, For the sun stopped shining, and the curtain of the temple was torn into two. Jesus called out with a loud voice, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. When he had said this, he breathed his last. The centurion, seeing what had happened, praised God and said, Surely this was a righteous man. But all those who knew him, including the women who had followed him from Galilee, stood at a distance, watching these things. Who had not consented to their decision and action? He came from the Judean town of Arimathea, and himself was waiting for the kingdom of God. Going to Pilate, he asked for Jesus' body. We will also read Luke 24, verse 2 and 3. It says, They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but, they were, but when they entered, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Well, tonight it's a wonderful night. We are expecting great and wonderful things tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Can you hear me, everybody? Hallelujah. Amen. Then tonight we are about to start to go through the word of God together. Luke chapter 23 from verse number 45. For the sun stopped shining and the curtain of the temple was torn into two. And Jesus called in a loud voice, Father, into your hands 
I commit my spirit. When he have said this, he breathed this last. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible is talking about now. Then he's talking about now Jesus Christ is on the cross. Hallelujah. Amen. And the Bible said that when he have been crucified now, and um, what have happened, it was after when Jesus Christ have said in verse number 43 to the other thief on the, on the right hand side that um, I will be with you in paradise this evening. Hallelujah. Amen. And after that, the Bible said that he did what? He breathed. Before that, actually, before he breathed his last, the Bible said that there was a darkness that came to the land. Amen. Out of nowhere, there was a darkness in the land. Out of nowhere. Hallelujah. Amen. And verse number 45, the Bible says that the sun stopped shining and the curtain of the temple was torn into two. Imagine. These are the supernatural things that just have happened. One of the supernatural things that just happened, the Bible says that the sun stopped shining. And the curtain that the Bible is talking about that was torn into two is the temple which was separating the holy place and the holy of holies. The Bible says that 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 curtain it was torn from what? From the top to the bottom. Okay, I want to just tell you a bit about that curtain tonight. What happened? Because in the holy of holies, that's where the ark of the covenant used to be. Hallelujah. Amen. And not just everybody could go to the Holy of Holies. Not just anybody could go there. Only the high priest was supposed to go to this place called the Holy of Holies. And he could not just go there anytime he wants. He could not go there anytime he wants or as many times he wants. The high priest will go to this place called the Holy of Holies where the Ark of the Covenant used to dwell once a year with his own blood and Amen. with the blood for his sins and the blood for the sin of the what of the whole nation of israel Amen. then not everybody could go there only a high priest let me tell you this in the temple they were not only the high priest they were also the levites who were called to be a priest which this Levites every morning, every evening, they will be burning incense for the Lord. They will be taking care of the presence of God. But they could not go to the Holy of Holies. They could only go to the Holy Place. Hallelujah. Amen. They could not go enter the, the Holy of Holies. They could go to the Holy Place and burn incense. To the Holy of Holies, only the high priest, not just anybody. I remember by the time of Aaron, 
by the time of Aaron. Aaron was the one who was authorized to go to the Holy of Holies. The Bible said that one day his sons, they went there when they were not prepared. As they went to the Holy of Holies, the Bible said that they were struck down and they died. The way they took them out, they pulled them out because they went to the Holy of Holies when it was not their time to go to where? To the Holy of Holies. It was the time only for Aaron who could go to where? To the Holy of Holies. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. But the Bible says that there was a prophecy. There was something that Jesus Christ talked about. He talked about these things one day as he was going to Jerusalem. One day. The Bible says that when he was there, he said that I will destroy this temple and I will build it in three days. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And I want to tell you that, okay, first of all, what was so special about the temple? What was so special, most of all, it was that it was the place where God used to dwell in the Old Testament. Hallelujah. Amen. In the Old Testament, it was where? It was where God dwells. Amen. To those who were, were going through when Solomon was building his temple. You can even tell now when he has built this temple, Solomon, when they, they have sacrificed, even God appeared with the cloud because it was the place where God dwelled. God, God used was not going with the priest. I don't know whether you are getting what I'm saying. Amen. God in the Old Testament, Amen. he was not going with the priest or with the, with, the, with the high priest. No. The ark used to remain in the Holy of Holies. Then Jesus Christ, when you look at this temple, he said, I will destroy this temple and I will build it in three days. What was he talking about? The glory of the Lord will no longer be living in the temple which was built on what? On the human's hands. That means the glory will depart from this temple and go to the New Testament's glory. I don't know whether you are getting that one. He was trying to say that the glory, because what was important, it was not people coming together in this house, which was called the house of God or the temple of God. What made that house to be so special? It was that this was the house of God. This was the place where God lives. This was the place where God dwells. Let me tell you this. In this world, we have got many gatherings. Like uh, you find the people, they went to the stadium to watch soccer. It's a gathering. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. But is God there? No. People that go to class, they go to school. It's sort of some sort of gathering. Is God there? No. There are many kind of gatherings. Sometimes some people, they gather together to make a strike. 
to make a party. Is God in the party or in the strike? No, it is just a what? It is just a gathering. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Then what distinguished the gathering of, of the Old Testament? It was that it was not just a gathering. God used to live in this house. This temple, he was the one which you, who used to glorify it. It was his dwelling place by that time where the ark of God was living where? In the holy of holies. Hallelujah. Then when Jesus Christ said that, I will destroy this temple and I will build it with three days. What he was saying that the glory now is about not to live in the holy of holies. But the glory now is about to live where? To all those who believe and who have accepted Jesus Christ as their Lord and their Savior. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Hallelujah. It's about to live those who, on those who are what? Who have believed Jesus Christ as their Lord and their Savior. That's why today the prophecy that he talked about, it was getting to be fulfilled. The veil used which used to separate the holy place and the holy of holies, it was torn. Why was this torn? Because the glory now was no longer found there. But to anybody who will accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and their Savior. Actually, this prophecy, it was the beginning of fulfillment, but he has prophesied about it in the book of Matthew chapter 16. When the Bible said that when Jesus Christ, we talked a bit about it yesterday, and he asked his disciples, who do people say I am? Others say that you are Jeremiah. Others say that you are Isaiah. Others say that you are John the Baptist. Others say that you are this, you are that. And he asked, who do you say I am? And they say that you are G. Peter said that you are Christ, the son of the living God. You are God's anointed one. When they say that you are God's anointed one, Jesus Christ said, Peter, this was not revealed to you by flesh and blood. This was revealed to you by what? By my Father in heaven. After that, what did he say? He said that, Peter, on this rock, I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not overcome it. Amen. Then what you are saying that, I will build my church, that means, Peter, from the day when this prophecy is fulfilled, no, this prophecy is fulfilled, what is talking, what is happening now? Peter, you will become a church on this rock. You will become a what? A, a church. First of all, I want you to understand you are a church. You are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Can we go to the book of First Corinthians? First Corinthians. Likatapasunta Rabayanda Labahaya. 
Can you go to the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 3? 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse number 16. The Bible says that, don't you know that you yourself are God's temple and that God's spirit lives among you? If anyone destroys God's temple, God will destroy that person. For God's temple is sacred and you together are God's temple. That means, first of all, you are the temple of the Holy Spirit because the glory of the Lord is no longer living in the building which is built by what? By human hands. Anyone who have received Amen. Jesus Christ as their Lord and their Savior, God is living in you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. God is living on what? In you. Can you say, I am the temple of the Holy Spirit? I am the temple. On the room, I cannot hear you say, I am the temple of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. You are the temple of the Holy Spirit. God lives inside of you. Then on this day where the Bible is saying that the veil which was separating, which was separating the Holy of Holies and the Holy Place was torn apart. That day, the glory was no longer living there. The glory was ready to be in, to be part of those who accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and their Savior. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The glory is becoming the part of all of us. After that, not only that, the glory is about to be the part of where two or three come together in my name. There I am in their midst. Hallelujah. Amen. The glory is about to become the part Amen. of those who do what? Who, who come together in the name of Jesus Christ. Let me tell you this. That's why I'm telling you that there is a difference between a gathering of a soccer players, a gathering of the people who are at the stadium, and a gathering of people of, uh, when, they, when they're at school, and the gathering and where people come together in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Hallelujah. Amen. Then when this veil Amen. was torn from the top to the bottom, it means that all of us now, we can be the carrier of the glory of God. All of us, we can be the child of the living God. Hallelujah. Amen. The scriptures this day were getting fulfilled. Amen. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. The scriptures were what? Were getting fulfilled. The prophecy was getting what? Was getting fulfilled. Amen. On this day. That was this occasion it was not just an occasion it was extraordinary occasion i don't know whether you are hearing what i'm saying Amen. let me ask you 
Who do you know in the history that the Bible said that this person, when he's about to die, the, the, the cloud, it will just begin to be dark? Who do you know that when this person, when he was about to die, they actually, actually, let me tell you this about the, the curtain which was torn to, from the top to the bottom. The Bible said that there was an earthquake first. It was not just torn. No, there was an earthquake in which even the temple shook. The Bible said the foundation of this temple did what? They shook. As they shook, then because of that earthquake, it caused this what? This veil to, to be torn from what? From the top to the bottom. Hallelujah. Say fire, yeah, 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 yeah. Hallelujah. Are you getting these supernatural things that were happening? Hallelujah. It was not just an ordinary person who was dying here. It was the Lord. That's why what was happening was what? Was supernatural. Hallelujah. Amen. Can we just read again this Luke chapter 23 from verse number 45? The Bible said that for the sun stopped shining and the curtain of the temple was torn into two. You know, let me tell you this. The sun could see the creator that the creator now is about to be glorified. Let me tell you this. For the Lord, this was glorification. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. That's why we're saying that it was prophecies getting fulfilled. It was what he came to do, getting fulfilled, happening so that what? Me and you could be saved. Hallelujah. Amen. And me and you, we could be qualified for certain supernatural things for certain holy things that we were also going to be able to do let me tell you something that we talked about earlier like i said that holy of holies nobody could just go to be a priest in the old testament nobody was just a priest only the levites were what were the priests god out of 12 tribe of israel God said that only the Levites must not do anything. Their job is to take care of the glory of God. Their job is to take care of what? Of the presence of God. But in the New Testament, it is not so. In the New Testament, oh, every one of us, we are priests. I don't know whether you are getting what I'm saying. Can we go to the book of Revelation wherever you are? Revelation chapter 1. Even to those who are at the at the Zoom, Revelation chapter 1. Verse number 5. La kratia bazonta la bahaya. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay, let us read actually from verse number 5 and 6. And from Jesus Christ, who is the faithful witness, the firstborn from the dead, the ruler of the kingdom of the earth, to him who loves us 
and has free, freed us from our sins by his blood and has made us to be kingdom and priest to serve his God and Father to him glory be the glory and power forever and ever amen hallelujah amen you know in verse number in in verse number six if you are reading it in king james vision it will be said that he have made us to become kings and priests to serve his god and father because let me tell you this the levites they were living in the temple of god i don't know whether you are hearing what i'm saying amen the Levites, they were not, and the high priest, they were not visiting the temple. They were living there every day because they were supposed to be there in the morning. They were supposed to be there in the evening. And to carry out everything in the temple, it was God who was supposed to do it. It was the Levites who were supposed to do it to carry that activities. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. But let me tell you this. In the New Testament, every one of us, you have got the temple. Every one of us, you have got the church. The church which is what? Which is your body. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Because in the New Testament, there is no one ark which was on this temple. In the New Testament, all of us, we are the carrier of this glory. Your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Don't you know that you yourself are what? You are the temple of the Holy Spirit. And God's Spirit is living where? Right inside of you. That's why each and every one of us in the New Testament, you are the priest. I don't know whether you are getting that one. You are what? You are the priest of your kingdom, of, of, your, of your temple. You are the tim- priest of what? Of your temple. In the Old Testament, those who had the temple, who were appointed to the temple, they were supposed to take care of the presence of God. They were supposed to take care of the glory of the Lord. And they were there every morning and every evening. But let me tell you this. And the whole nation of Israel, they could go there once every week in Sabbath. And they will go in fellowship with God when? On Sabbath. But me and you, because we are born again, you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. The prophecy that Jesus Christ talked about that. Peter, on this rock, I will build my church. And the gates of hell will not what? Will not overcome it. Every one of us, we have had that revelation. You, were, you, you came to the place where you could say that Jesus Christ is not an ordinary man. Jesus Christ is the Messiah. Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Then, when that glory, it is available to everybody who accepts Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior. And he's inside of you. Wherever you go, he goes with you. Hallelujah. Amen. That's why our Christianity is not a Sunday thing. It's not like, I want to go to church on Sunday. I want to go to the house of God. You are, first of all, you are the God's temple. Can you say, I am God's temple? God lives in me. God lives in me. God lives in me. 
Hallelujah! The spirit of God is living in you. You are the ark of the of you. You are the ark. You are the new ark of the New Testament. You are the carrier of God. Then as a duty, God has appointed you to be the priest of your temple. You are not fellowshipping sometimes with them. Uh, uh, that person with the phone on the loudspeaker there. You are not fellowshipping with God who is on the outside. You are fellowshipping with God who is inside of you. The priest of old, they were showing us the minimum requirement that God required. Which is one of it is to what? Is to worship him every day, every morning, every evening. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. You choose. Are you going to be like the, the outer people who used to meet with God at the outer court? Eh, once a week. Not even. Once a week in Sabbath. That was the nation of Israel. No wonder they could not hear him. No wonder they cannot listen to him. No wonder when he gave them instruction, they could not do what God required. Because they were meeting him once a week. But God wanted to make a better covenant with me and you. A new covenant where God will live inside of us. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Where God becomes a part of you. Where he go with you wherever you go. You know, you reach when you are in this new testament, new covenant. When you, when you are the temple of the Holy Ghost. There is no time when you go like, oh, I, I, I wish I can go to live in his presence. You live in his presence. You carry him. Amen. Say, I carry, God. I, carry God. I carry God. I move with God. I live in God. That's why in the New Testament, the Bible says that you are more than a conqueror. Why are you more than a conqueror? Amen. Because wherever you go, you go with your God. Amen. How can you be defeated? The greater one is in you. The creator of heaven and heaven and earth is well, in you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You know, sometimes I remember in the Old Testament, the Bible said that there was a one time the sons of Eli were in trouble. When the sons of Eli were in trouble, they realized the battle is going to be tough. Hophni and Phineas. The Bible said they went to go and take the Ark of the Covenant. When they went to take the Ark of the Covenant, when they bring it back, it's just that they were not living right. They were not living for God. God was angry with them and they lose the battle. But the Bible said when the same Ark was captured, when the same Ark was taken to the, to the, to the Philistine, camp of the Philistine, he went the first day, they put the same Ark of Covenant close to their idol, Dagon. But when they woke up, they found that Dagon has fallen down. The following day, they found that Dagon has fallen down. This time, even the head was dismantled. Even the hand was dismantled. And the Bible said that they realized that we are in trouble. What can we do? Let us take the Ark of the Covenant back. Hallelujah. Amen. 
as they were taking the ark of the covenant back the bible say that there was a plague in the whole of philistine people begin to die the whole country people begin to be sick automatically because they have captured the ark then how can you be the carry the ark can be the temple of god and the demons capture you very freely and the witches attack you very freely i'm telling you if they can capture you and you are the person who is taking care of the glory of god those who captures you they are in trouble i don't know whether you are hearing what i'm Amen. saying Amen. those who challenges you they are what they are in trouble, in trouble. because God is where is inside of you. Can you say, I carry God with me? I live in the presence of God. Actually, a Christian has been created to live by the presence, to live in the glory, never to live out of the glory. A Christian strength is his God. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Amen. A Christian victory is their God. We are created to live in the presence of God, to live in the glory of God, that we must never be separated with him. That's why a Christian is a what? Is more than a conqueror. Hallelujah. A Christian is not a conqueror. A Christian is what? Is more than a conqueror. Because you move with your God. When you go to work, he goes with you. Hallelujah. Amen. When you're driving your car, he's driving with you. Hallelujah. Amen. Then how can you not excel at your working place? Somebody is just tying a rope in their waist. They're just believing that by this, their demon will come and show up at their working place. Somebody's having a piece of stick in their pocket. They are thinking by this, their demon will manifest at their working place. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. But you, because you are God, you, you are not a person who goes like, I will meet my with my God on Sunday. You know, some people, some stuff are going wrong on Monday. Some stuff are going wrong on Tuesday. Some stuff are going wrong in Wednesday. When they're going wrong, they're going like, I can't wait for Sunday when I will meet my God. Don't you know that you yourself are the temple of the Holy Ghost? Amen. And God's spirit, what? Dwells in you. He dwells in Amen. you. He moves with you. Hallelujah. Amen. You go like somebody's trying to bewitch you. They've put a charm in the ground. Let them try. I'm not, we are not coming alone. We are coming and we are moving with what? With the greater I am. Hallelujah. The God who opens water and the children of Israel, when he was with them, they walk in the dry ground. Is the same God who becomes part of you, who will make a way where there seems to be no way in Jesus' name. And he will make you successful wherever you go in Jesus' name. Say, I am a success. 
is the one who is in you. The greater one is the one whom you are carrying. You are carrying the glory. Hallelujah. Amen. That's why to a Christian a lockdown is not a problem. They've locked the building. They've not locked my temple. As long as I'm breathing, I am alive. I know my God is with me. Hallelujah. Then the first glory of this glory that when the, the veil was torn from the top to the bottom, it is living in us. Hallelujah. Amen. The second glory is the one that when we come together as believers, where the Bible says that where two or three come together in my name, there I am in their midst. Hallelujah. Some people don't understand the death of Christ. Some people don't understand the resurrection of Christ. They don't understand when the Holy, he came, the Holy Ghost came. Let me tell you this. When Jesus Christ was still alive, he could not be at many places at the same time. If he was in Jerusalem, he was in Jerusalem. If he was in Judea, he was in Judea. If he was in Nazareth, he was in Nazareth. But this process is what the process of what? Of glorification. That Jesus Christ could be anytime, anywhere, at the same time, all over the world. Through what? Through his spirit. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. That's why through this process, when he let the ghost go and he died. And he went to hell and defeated the devil. He came back with all power and authority. And he went to heaven. And he, he, he came back as the Holy Ghost now. The Holy Ghost is the God of the Christian who are with them. Hallelujah. Amen. The same God who the Bible is saying that. Where two or three come together in my name. What? There I am with them. Hallelujah. Then like now, we may not be coming together physically. You are there where you are. Someone is in Kenya. Someone is in Namibia. Someone is in Botswana. Someone is in Pumalanga. Some, wherever you are. But we are coming together in the spirit. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. And when we come together like that, that glory comes to be on our, to be among us. That's why the Bible is saying that in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse number 16. Don't you know that you yourself are God's temple and God's spirit lives among you? If anyone destroy God's temple, God will destroy that person. For God's temple is sacred and you together are that temple. Apostle Paul here, he was not re referring to a physical building. He is talking about the group of believers. 
He's talking about a group of believers. Hallelujah. When we refer to such so-called a church, we are talking about this. When we come together, we are a church. That's what the Bible will reveal to us that Jesus Christ is the head of the same church. Not one, not, not the, the denomination because of a name. No. The whole body of Christ. Mantala basuntara bahaya. Hallelujah. Say fire. Then Jesus is the head, and the whole believers is what? We are the body of Christ. We are the church of Christ. Not the one that they say that this one is called what? The church of Christ. No. Every believer will form what? The church of Christ. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. We are the body of Actually, like I told you the other day, you know, Muslims are so united because there is no Anglican. They say this denomination is the Anglican Muslim. This one is a Roman Catholic Muslim. They are so, you are, it's either you are Muslim and you are not. Then the problem with us Christians is what we talk about the other time. We now think that, okay, this one is Anglican, this one is a Roman Catholic, this one is... A, I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. But the names of the sub-denomination, they divided the body of Christ. But the body and the church is all of us believers. That's why when you go to that company, when you go to your working place, when you go... Just care about whether this person is a believer or not. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Don't care whether this one is a faith mission or is a Lutheran. Don't care. Treat them as your brothers and sisters. Treat them as you belong to one family. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Even though the day arrived, two CVs are brought up here. And this one is a Christian. This one is a Muslim. Oh, favor a Christian. Hire a, I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. Hire a what? A Christian. Favor a Christian more. Hallelujah. Amen. I don't know. And go beyond the names of denomination. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. You know, I told you the story. We're about to prepare to go to prayer right now. Get to, get ready to pray wherever you are. I told you the story how I got this other job. You know, when I was in this interview, this other man, I told him that uh, I am a pastor. And said, so, "You're a pastor?" Say yes. Okay, we will talk. One day I was working with that man. That man said, you know, I have hired you just because you are a pastor. Because that man was a Christian. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. He said that I did not have an experience for this sector, but he said that, no, because you are a pastor, I'm hiring you. Be that kind of a Christian. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. When a Christian is being persecuted, stand with a Christian. That's how Moses was. That's how what? 
That's how Moses was. We found two people were fighting, an Egyptian and a Hebrew. He defended a Hebrew. And even though he was on the side of Pharaoh, he was a prince of, he was raised, remember Moses, as a prince of what? Of Egypt. Hallelujah. But he could fight and kill for a Christian. Also defend Christian. Love a Christian more. Not after that. Make sure you convert the unconverted. So that you, our families can grow. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. You know, that's the good thing about this family, which is called a church. Because it's not like you are going to say you are born... You are born a vendor. You are born what, what? You will die a vendor. No! On this one, you can be converted. We love a Christian and we go after those who are not born again. So that they can be what? They can be believers also. And we can love them also. Hallelujah. Right now, wherever you are, stand up, stand up. Those who can begin to pray, begin to talk to the Lord right now. Talk to the Lord, talk to the Lord, begin to pray. Command them to their abyss. 